Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Our next guest has been a successful businessman here in North Carolina. He was an NFL wide receiver after being a superstar at the college level for the Duke Blue Devils. I can also so say that he is a smart man in the more general sense because I saw an interview with him when he went into the Duke Sports Hall of Fame and he was asked the most influential person he experienced during his time with the Blue Devils and he wisely mentioned meeting his wife Janet. He is headed into the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame later this week. Wes Chesson, welcome to the David Glenn Show. How are you? Fine, David. Everybody, be with you. It's great to have you. Everybody was expecting probably a sports-related answer, right? You were supposed to say this teammate or this coach had a lifelong impact on you. Are you still getting brownie points today for answering that meeting Janet at Duke was the real answer to that question? Well, it's that Duke education, David. I'm smart enough to know what that answer should and needs to be. And you're right. It's paid big dividends. <laughs> His name is Wes Chesson. He is headed into the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame. We remind everybody to visit the website, ncshof.org. You can find more about Wes's life and biography and also his fellow inductees. The class of 2018 is going in in a big banquet and ceremony later this week. You are often asked about the famous shoestring catch. Can you remind us what was the shoestring catch during your days at Duke? And can you tell us, is that the shoestring play, I should say, is that the one that you're asked about most often when fans encounter you? David, I always tell everybody it's the easiest touchdown I ever scored, but the only one anybody remembers. <laughs> and and how, did it, the, how did it end up that way? Well, we, it was the last game of the season. Uh, we were watching film of Carolina's defense on uh, Thursday night, and they lined up with everybody's back to the football except the defensive captain, John Bunning. And he was looking to the sideline to get the call from Coach Dooley's coaching staff. And we said, heck, you know, we could probably catch them in the huddle. They're not paying attention. Wow. And on Friday afternoon before the game – we played around with a couple of scenarios that we thought might be uh, workable and allow us to try to take advantage of the situation, having absolutely no idea that Coach Harp would ever call the play. And um, I think it was the third quarter, we had the ball on our own 48-yard line, and Coach Harp sends it in to run the play. Leo ran a quarterback sweep to the right to get the football over on our hash mark as far away from the Carolina bench as possible. Leo stood up after being tackled and acted like he had to tie his shoe, mm. hence the shoestring play. Yeah. And we lined up with our uh, offensive lineman to the left of the football, and um, I was in the backfield, Marcel Cordelay, a wide receiver, signaled for everybody to get set. And sure enough, Carolina was in their defensive huddle with their back to the football, Marcel picked it up, threw it back to me. We walled off the huddle, and I just ran down the left sideline untouched. I love it. I, I am going to see John Bunting, the UNC former player you just mentioned, this weekend, and I am really going to have a lot of fun asking him about his role in your famous shoestring play. Let me tell you, there is not a finer person in the world than John Bunting. I had the pleasure of playing with John in Philadelphia, and he and All I right. got to be great friends and he was so kind that when I was inducted into the football hall of fame or, or sports hall of fame over at Duke, he actually did a video clip 
explaining the shoestring wow. play from his perspective that they showed at my induction over at Duke. And I, for somebody to be willing to do that, as much as I know it killed him to have to <laughs> reminisce about that play, he was kind enough to do it. Just a great person, and um, I'm sure he'll have a lot of fun talking with you about it. Well, you're right. He is one of the nicer guys I've ever met. It's one of the reasons he and I became friends after I interviewed him, you know, in a, in a professional capacity for a long time. It's hard to rib Coach Bunning, but I still think I'm going to get into shot this weekend on the shoestring play. Wes Chesson, Hall of Famer, is joining us on the David Glenn Show. Since you have been successful as a broadcaster, since you have been successful in the business sense as the president of the Chesson Company here in North Carolina, a life insurance brokerage company. How do you explain that transition? Did, did the things you learned as a football player or more generally at Duke translate easily to your success in other capacities beyond football player? As I reflect back, David, on being in uh, the Hall of Fame at Duke, my induction into the North Carolina Hall of Fame coming up, my um, success in the insurance business, you know, I I never set out to be in the Duke or North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame. Yeah. But I have simply been so blessed by the influence and support of so many wonderful people. Uh, going back to my parents who, you know, their top priority was providing my three brothers and me every opportunity to be the best we could be. Mm -hmm. And then in high school, having been coached by two, not one, two North Carolina Hall of Fame coaches in Jerry McGee and Marion Kirby. And under them, we just happened to win two state championships. And then having the luck as a wide receiver to be in the class and be at Duke for three years with the only quarterback to ever be named first team All-ACC three years, another North Carolina Hall of Famer, Leo Hart. And then Coach Hart, our head coach being progressive enough to yeah. allow us to throw the football around. And um, then, as you mentioned, um, being able to work alongside uh, Bob Harris for 36 years mm. uh, in the Duke football radio booth, what a wonderful experience. And just like we were talking about with John Bunning, the best part about all these relationships is they're all some of my best friends today. And so I've just been very lucky, and because of that support and the influence and what they all taught me, um, my life has been wonderful. And because of that, um, I'm going to be honored Friday night by being inducted into the uh, North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame. Wes Chesson is joining us on the David Glenn Show. Maybe it's because I've been around as a media member for 30-plus years and I've interviewed most of the guys you just mentioned. They all say glowingly, think, glowingly glowing type things about you just as you did about them. So it was, it was quite the two-way street with that path that you just uh, painted a picture for us there. Uh, can you tell us, when you were a young guy coming up in Edenton, North Carolina, uh, you were great in a lot of different things, baseball, track, basketball, football. What made you gravitate to the gridiron? You know, that's a great question because I loved all those sports. I, I love football and I love basketball and I, I love running track. And um, we were pretty good uh, in all those sports in Edenton. We weren't always the biggest. We didn't have the most players, but we had guys who loved to play. And uh, Edenton really, I think, probably like a lot of eastern North Carolina towns, especially small towns, we were a football town. Yeah. 
as much as I loved all the sports that I got to play, uh, we were a football community. We had tremendous support. Um, and, again, that's what it allowed uh, us and allowed me to play under two North Carolina Hall of Fame coaches because the community and the school cared about us not only as players and winning on the football field, but when you talk about Jerry McGee and Marion Kirby, those are two coaches who cared about us in the classroom and off the football field. And so, again, just uh, being so fortuitous to have those two guys uh, influence my life as a result of the interest and the caring of Edenton and the community. And so just one of those things that allowed me to um, play with some other really good football players. When you look at Edenton and the uh, number of students, the number of football players, it's amazing how many players we have had go on and play college football. His name is Wes Chesson. He is a Hall of Famer in more ways than one. This week, it's the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame inducting him with the class of 2018. Uh, I've only got a little bit less than a minute, Wes. Do you think, like, Janet gives you any special privileges? You know, you don't have to do the dishes anymore, no taking the garbage to the curb. What does this Hall of Fame status do for you in your own household? Well, she may make me or allow me to think I'm getting some special privileges, but I doubt that in reality things will change a lot more um, around our house. Probably you mentioned Janet's influence, and uh, we've been married for 46 years. I met her when she was a freshman, didn't let her get away. Um, She has had a tremendous impact on my life and probably uh, is one of the most influential certainly one of the most solid grounding uh, aspects of my life. And um, I've needed that from time to time. I'm inspired. As a guy who celebrates his 20th wedding anniversary tomorrow, I am inspired. You're an amazing man, athlete, uh, father, grandfather, et cetera, and husband, I assume, as well. Congratulations to you and all those people who helped you get here, Wes. Thanks for the time on the David Glenn Show. David, thank you very much. My pleasure being with you. Great to have you with us. He is a true pro, Wes Chesson.